0: This is Laura Nicole, the Gypsy Pirate, and you're listening to The Melting Podcast. You're listening to The Melting Podcast. A writing variety show featuring a little of everything from everyone everywhere. Episode 17 and it's all to myself. Hello, lexiconours and word chefs. Guess what? It's me. It's Erin, your girl mistress. Hi. Guess what I get to do? I get to do your special bonus episode for the middle of this month. Yay! Isn't it wonderful? Come on, celebrate. You know, my my beloved co-host would be joining me for this today, but Currently, um, AF is actually out scolding the mailman, because apparently, everybody's afraid of him. Wink wink. More about that in our prompts. So, you know what's coming. I mean, come on. I get the helm, what do I do? I gotta show you what really goes on behind the scenes in our disaster kitchen. So here you go, folks. Another serving of our botched recipes. Max continued to mentally berate himself, especially
1: the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was he supposed to place an order?
0: Did I say that? <laughs> you yeah, had some
1: extra tease in <laughs> not Was the supposed to place an or, Placed a, played, Placed Ant Order? Ant <laughs> torter.
0: Bobby and Spinel by Scott Roche. I don't sound very happy about that. When he parked and turned off the car, he was surprised to see that he was at a gro near the grocery store, the grocery store, not a grocery store, the, the, the only one ever.
1: Mashed potatoes. That's not contented.
0: Clicky, clicky. Max nearly dropped the armload of plastic bags while fumbling for his keys at the apartment door and hurriedly shoved them,
2: cereal and all. Cereal. 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 This be- is super cereal, guys.
0: Inconcerial! They were the color of steel. And the pupils... the pupils... pupils. Mm-hmm. I just hate them so much.
1: I know, I had, I couldn't do all looking at the thing. T- t- <laughs> Did you forget how to
2: word? <laughs> that? I broke English. It was just his bad mood, and the memories of the food... Fu- Mirror. Mirror.
0: They were the color of steel, and the pupils were. I can't say that. Why can't I say pew, pupil? Shit.
2: Spoon. Ego Waffles flooded him with sheer terror.
0: <laughs> You're like movie announcer guy.
2: <laughs> In a world with Ego Waffles, <laughs> mankind is on the brink of extinction. Sheer terror. Hola, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> How do you do that? His voice,
0: it's yeah. so baby! ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? <laughs> and now he
2: has a sidekick.
0: <laughs>
2: Come, waffle amigo. We ride.
0: Pupils, pupils, pupils. Pupil, 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 pupil. That's why I always said students, not pupils. The door on the fridge
1: is a bitch
0: <laughs> non-food induced depression took him over again at that thought ah no no nope, not good uh-uh. I love that. they were the color of steel and the pupils were <laughs> <sighs> apparently that's my word today
1: Non-food-induced... Hyphens!
0: They were the color of steel, and the pupils were round, like his, instead of being slitted as he had... Damn it, I screwed up the line, and now I have to say pupils again. Hot. My screen really jumped up,
1: and I lost the rest of the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Blue eyes, soft and laughing. Gazed back at him through fractured shards of glass, and I really fucked that up
2: yes bobby but as with your race eh ah, no not right excuse me yes bobby but as with your race this is this is ever this is
0: he didn't know if the thing was male or not but this was how he had been taught to talk to stray dogs taught to talk to Damn it, Scott. I love you, but damn it.
1: Foolish boy. That was weird. Boy. (laughs) Boy. Boy. Foolish boy. Boy.
0: You'll do Do
1: what you're told. (laughs) Got a dragon in your wagon.
0: You have no choice, boy. (laughs) A sharp exhalation, and the dragon breathed a cloud. Breathed a cloud. That's hard to say. Damn it, Scott, you did it again. How dare you be difficult and write eloquently. Gah. In the back of his mind, huh? Oh. Don't make noise. It freaks me out. Freaking me out, man!
1: Hey, Word Chefs, welcome to episode 11 of the Melting Podcast. I'm your host, AF, and Aaron is right next to me, you know, in the recording couch.
0: On or, the recording couch.
1: On the recording couch.
0: Grammatical shit.
1: I'm supposed to be a writer, aren't I? Yeah. Prepositions are not my strong point
0: of... <laughs> Prepositions are not where your strengths are in. The deep crimson forked tongues. <laughs> oh. Aww.
1: We just had a rather loving moment in front of the microphone. I wish you guys were here.
0: I don't. I'm not wearing a bra.
1: I am so putting that in the no, podcast.
0: Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it.
1: You say it, it recorded. It. It's fair it game. It can
0: go in the blooper reel. Okay. I will allow it. She'll allow it. I will allow it. Oh, okay. impure thought. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hi, worships. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my daughter. That's Gus. Hi. I'm here. Okay, please stop. You're kind of scaring me. Now I'm going to do the whole episode like this. Okay, now you sound like Elmo.
1: I was, I was going for
0: bad baby. You sounded like Elmo. Uncle Brain Fever? Stop it. God. God? God. Elmo knows where you live. Okay, um... I'm officially terrified. <laughs> I'm kind of not joking or putting on right oh, now. I'm actually afraid to move. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you didn't know I could do that, did you? No. <laughs> he picked up the can of cat food. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. For those
1: of you who don't know, Baltim- Baltic- Baltimore. Baltimore is a city. Ba- Baltimore is a city. Applecore. <laughs>
0: Baltimore. For those of you who Who's d- your friend? Me.
1: Cast. For those of you who don't know, Balticon is a huge, and by huge I mean, you know, nowhere near as big as Dragon Con, but still fun. Anyway, <laughs> you try again. <laughs> Take 47. For those of you who don't know, Balticon is a science fiction fantasy podcasting comics happy time steampunk convention in Baltimore. Okay, let's try
0: that again. <laughs>
1: Baltimore is <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I sure turn yeah I know, no, just forget that. Just kill it. Kill it with fire.
1: <laughs> For those of you who don't
0: nope, know Nope, nope, nope. Can't do it.
1: For those of you who <laughs> don't know Balticon no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You
0: should
1: be.
0: Me! <laughs> 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 And we're back. Oh, God, are we
1: going to have to do a musical episode.
0: Yes, it will happen eventually. Sweet. And I think it'll have to be Theo.
2: The Melting Podcast.
0: Segway into prompts. <laughs>
1: Insert segway here. Prompts. <laughs> Don't tickle me. I'm trying to <laughs> podcast
0: here. There you go alcohol well sounds like we're having just a little too much fun here in our disaster kitchen ah what am I talking about we can never have too much fun you know what else is fun plugging other awesome people so here you go here's promo
1: I'm Joachim Verne of the Freelance Hunters is your remote peasant village threatened by bandits is your home situated upon a ghastly portal to the nether realms Want to destroy that cursed family heirloom, but don't have the time to trek hundreds of miles to toss it in that volcano yourself? Call the firm of Bywater, Proudfoot, and Vairn. Freelance Hunters. When the guards won't touch it, and the guild wants an arm and a leg, we can help. Monsters exterminated, treasure recovered, bounties collected. Dragons, a specialty. That the Freelance Hunters. A weekly heroic fantasy podcast. Listen free at thefreelancehunters.com or in iTunes. We're ready to believe you.
0: Yes, this bonus episode has lots of bonuses. We're not just doing our botched recipes, oh no. And and we're not just plugging other people with promos, uh uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm going to give you just a little bit of seasoning. Here's an interview we did at Balticon 49 with our dear friend, Doc Coleman.
1: All right, we are here at Balticon 49 with the legendary Doc Coleman.
2: There's a legend? <laughs>
1: there is a legend. We'll discuss it later.
2: There's a key the there, legend underneath it. Oh. And there's a rumor rumors but
1: those of you not familiar with his voice will be because he's going to be narrating two stories in the ministry of peculiar occurrences
2: mm-hmm. for the tales for the Ar- for tales from the, the the, the
1: tales from the archives which kicks mm-hmm. ass so you know go find that ding uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. you are a writer and we do like to uh-huh. ask writerly type questions so we want to start with what that you have written mm-hmm. published or unpublished have you been most surprised to find yourself writing
2: what have i been most surprised to find myself writing um uh, actually, he's probably unwritten uh, uh, because um, the the Kickstarter for the project hasn't hasn't kicked off yet. But uh, it's a project that uh, Lauren Scribe Harris uh, is doing um, that's basically about a superhero retirement home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I believe it, I believe it's Elysian Fields. Elysian, uh,
1: yeah, Elysian Springs
2: or something like that. Yeah, yeah but but um, and. Uh, the The story that I pitch for her that that she likes is basically uh, uh, a day in the life of the of the new nurse at Elysian springs and it's like i'm going to be doing a Melu piece on superheroes and somebody being a normal person having to take care of aging aging people with powers It's like <laughs> how did I get into this <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's probably the one of the most surprising things that I, I think I've, I've, I've put on my plate. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got to do that, don't I? Yeah, that, that is
1: looking to be a very cool project.
2: I was looking to be a very cool project. I hope it funds. So. I know, me
1: too. But, well, I've, I've pitched something to that, too. Mm.
2: So
0: One of my favorite questions to ask is uh, what would you consider to be your greatest strength as a writer? What
2: do you bring to the table? Uh, I... I other people may differ. <laughs> I think that, the, that my strength as a writer is actually my dialogue. Um, I know a lot of people struggle with dialogue, but um, I know I do. I, I, I come out of an acting background. Yes. So a lot of people do. <laughs> uh, I come out of an acting and a role playing background. Yes. So when, when I get to dialogue, it's like I've got the characters in my head mm-hmm. and, and, and they're talking back and forth. I'm just copying it down. Um and um i i, I don 't feel that any of my dialogue is forced that that all pretty much flows naturally from the characters and i think I do, I do a really good job um and in 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 the the reviews i 've had from from beta readers and from uh my editor on perils of prague i 've never the only comments i 've ever gotten about my dialogue is usually who's saying this you know you know i i need uh, 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 an attribution tag to this line because because i end up I end up with three main characters who banter back and forth um, when you 're used to the voices of the characters, you can actually tell who it is, but if you 're just skimming the lines real quick you you can get lost uh, but but each of them has a very distinct way of talking um, you know, uh, that's I, I think that's that 's one of my big strengths.
1: Uh, we um, do like to flip that question around. What would you say is your biggest weakness,
2: and how have you striven to overcome it? Um, I got an editor's how I went. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably my biggest weakness is figuring out when to reveal what. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I, I, I know all the characters' background. Uh, I know the pieces that are driving these bits of motivation. How much do I reveal to the audience? How soon? Mm-hmm. I know that uh, I, I don't want to do a big info dump. I especially don't want to. I've started the story, and now here's the background on everybody and everything and the whole political situation. And you know, now that you've thrown the book away into a fire, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll get on with the story. Now. Um, and in some ways, I've I've aired on the other side, so I've I've. Uh, there's birds. Um, Cameo it, by the birds. Yes. It, da, da, da. Oh, uh, in my in my in 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 my first draft writing, I have a, a tendency, um, uh, to just jump in, and it's like the character knows this. The character is not going to talk about the background. He's just going to go with it. You, as the reader, pick it up as you go along, yeah. and. I find myself getting to the end of the story and it's like, okay, now I've had an info dump at the end of the story because there's stuff that's been behind the scenes that now needs to finally be revealed before we can close out, before we can tie a bow on it. Um, And so the editor is there to help me start picking these pieces up and, and figuring out what I can move back Mm -hmm. where uh, uh, so that it, it makes more sense
1: Mm-hmm. getting your uh, reader the need to know basis, yeah. but what do they actually need to know, yeah, and you know actually trying to bring was, those little things along I was like
2: how early do I need to establish this concept mm-hmm. so that it makes sense mm-hmm. for the rest um, and it 's still a work in process mm-hmm. there's there's lots of revisions to go through
1: well, mm-hmm. yeah. so all this um, too just kind of made me think how you want to be able to hint at enough of the underlying plot to avoid your villain having to monologue, for example. Mm -hmm. So just how how much can you actually sneak in? How much do you really need to explain? Mm -hmm. That is a big challenge. It's a
0: hard balance to find. Something I have to ask, um, having come from an acting background myself also, is something I understand. How has that translated into voice acting? How have you married the two experiences? Because with voice acting, you can't rely on... The audience seeing your facial expressions, your gestures, and all this—it
2: means I don't have to memorize any blocking. <laughs> <laughs> this is yes. true. This is true. Um, is, yeah, you, you don't have the facial expressions, but when you, you still do them when you're doing the lines. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, um, it's uh, part of it is when you're when you're doing voice acting, people don't necessarily realize how much of. Uh, the voice is based on on what you're doing with your face, mm-hmm. um, and also with with body language. And, right? and yes, a lot with you know how you position yourself <laughs> mm-hmm. changes the sound of your voice and gets mm-hmm. the sound. You know, it's, it's all still kind of getting into character. Yes, um, absolutely. And you know, I I don't. I went I went from doing acting in high school and college to. Uh, playing lots of role-playing games mm-hmm. at a very high role-playing level. Um, uh, so much so, I, I don't think I played... I, I think I, like, I played one American character in like 12 years because it was so easy... It was so much easier to make the DM understand what the character was saying versus what I was saying as the player mm-hmm. if the character had an accent. Yes. Um, so, it's, you know, uh uh, you got a character who's Creole, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, li- living down in in River City in Louisiana. Uh you've got the the, the English character, you, you you know, anything that pulls in some kind of accent to mm-hmm. to make it very distinctive. Mm-hmm. Um and that that gave me lots of lots of practice at doing voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you know, Sometimes I feel kind of silly because you know, you've got people like um, podcasting Rich, Rich Siegfried who does impressions at the drop of a hat like that. It's like, okay, I admire his ability to come up with shtick at the drop of a hat. It's like, I can probably do a lot of those impressions, but I just can't figure out how to I throw them into a conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like when you've got a, when you've got a script and you've got something to work off of. Usually, reading the script, the voice of the character, uh, the voice yeah. written into the pages, comes through in the voice of the character. Um, it, I, I still think of it as as, as stage acting. Just uh, sand you, stage. You sand stage. You've got <laughs> a narrator a there. Audience. You've got a, a narrator there to to take the place of the stage. Uh-huh. Yes. And I rambled. No, no. That was the one I wanted. So, uh, Pardon me.
1: Okay, we're, uh, we're evacuating. are
2: evacuating. No, no, no. It's 8 o'clock and it's time to take my drugs.
1: Okay. <laughs> so where can we, uh, now that we've evacuated and are safe. We've yes. had drugs.
2: We've
1: <laughs> <And laughs> had drugs. Where can, uh, now that we've <laughs> had
2: our safe drugs.
1: <laughs> where no. can we find you on to interwebs?
2: Uh, you can find everything I do branched off of uh, um But my main site is really uh, swimmingcatstudios.com. Swimming Cat Studios. Doing everything the way that cats learned how to swim.
1: <laughs> Naturally?
2: <laughs> yeah, just throw them in the water.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you very much, sir. Right.
0: Oh, Doc. He gives the best hugs. I mean, seriously, if you ever get a chance to meet this guy, hugs all around. He is great. So, because I know that you just love us and you are sitting on the edges of whatever seats you are currently in, waiting for me to tell you what you can send me. Because, you know, you gotta send us stuff. You wanna hear from us? You gotta send us the good stuff. So here's some prompts to tell you what we want. Prompt number five will be closing at the end of the month because we will be introducing a new one for the month of October. So get it while it's hot. You only have two weeks left to write something for this prompt. This prompt number five is Something in the bathroom. Is your character's spiritual leader or confidant? We've gotten some good submissions on that one. And prompt number six is Why is everyone afraid of the mailman? You know, I may have to ask AF about that. I I think all the screaming out there is about stopped. So so maybe we'll have some feedback of our own on that next time. So that will be all for today. Thank you for listening. Send us stuff, and we will use it to feed the masses. Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at
1: themeltingpodcast.com
0: You can also find us on Twitter
1: At Melting Podcast. Or you could email us. TheMeltingPodcast at gmail.com. The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means you're free to copy it and share it, as long as you don't change it, don't sell it, and always link back to the website.
0: Sound effects are by The Free Sound Project.
1: And our theme is by Drew Richcreek. stuff.